Hello, my name is Maxine and I'm one of the trainers at the International College of Professional Celebrants and I'm also a practising celebrant and I am here today with Rebecca and I am a trainer and also a practising celebrant with the ICPC. So we're going to talk about celebrancy and the fact that you're working on your own, aren't you? And, mm. and being self-employed is can have lots and lots of challenges um, and we talk about those on other podcasts but the one that we're going to talk about is that because you're on your own you've been working on something really hard you've got lots of lovely wedding ceremonies um, lined up um, and something might happen that's going to prevent you from doing that so there are um, times when you might have a short-term illness or so for example god forbid you might live lose your voice oh my god um, yes <laughs> or there might be something that's slightly um longer term so um what happens if you get sick as a, a celebrant because that's a, that's a real fear for people um what what do you do yeah it's it's a biggie isn't it because you do and you put your heart and soul into this work um but at some at some stage if you get ill you've got to hand it over so for me and i think what we both tell um, people isn't it don't we Max is that you need to create a community your friends in celebrancy so you'll have celebrant friends who you can call on um, and say I'm really poorly can you help help out with this ceremony so I think that is really important so it's not viewing everybody as competition it's viewing lots of people as friends and they will support you when you're sick yeah, absolutely. So, th and that's a great thing of being a, a member of the ICPC, isn't it? I mean, from the time you start your training, yeah. you've immediately got a cohort of celebrants, and then you've got um, the celebrants in the in the bigger ICPC family. Um, and it's important, isn't it, to go out and and network and and lot and get to know lots of different celebrants. And what are the ways you can do that? Um. Well, what I've done is I've just made contact with them through Instagram um, or Facebook. And I've said, should we meet up for a coffee? Mm. Um, so just being open to other celebrants in the area will really help you if you are sick. Absolutely. That's what you've done in your area as well, isn't it? Yeah. And it's not just that. I mean, there's there's lots of conversation about um how the the fact that there are several wedding celebrants in my area but if you think about it you can only do one seventh of july for example so if somebody rings you it's good mm. to have it's, it's not just about being sick is it it's good to have celebrants in your area that you know and trust that you can yeah. pass business on to and in return they um they will do that for you at the same time won't, won't they yeah they will they will it is really important to create those connections and be part of that community yeah and it's it is good to be able to make recommendations so you know if you're if you find that you you have lost your voice or there's something happened um, and you need to do that it's really really good to be able to recommend someone else and in a lot of cases um you know if it's a if it's a funeral the funeral director can help you with that but personally i'd rather pass that on to somebody that i know um will will sort of give a really good service to yeah. somebody you only get that by getting to know them personally yeah. don't you? absolutely um, yeah and then there's there's you know there's more long-term um illness and being prepared for that isn't there mm. yeah so, there, there is and I think if you've got um 
I mean, if you're suddenly taken ill, then you need to have somebody who knows where everything is. Yes, absolutely. So, so that they can, you know, just kick into action and contact the other celebrants for you. So if you're hospitalised, for example. Um, so, um, you know, have, having that as a, as a backup is, is, you know, it's a bit like a comfort cushion, you know, mm-hmm. like a landing pad where you think, oh, heck, it's all gone wrong and I need to get some some help. And then for the longer term, once you've sorted out the short term, for the longer term, you can talk to the other celebrants and make those plans. And if you trust them, you've got to know them and you trust them to deliver that service, as you said, um, then, you know, it's a relief. It's You're not letting anybody down. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that 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 trust is really important because, you know, we do work on our own. Um, you know, I've had a a really bad cold and 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 I, I didn't have any funerals that week but I thought do you know what that would be I probably could just about do it but it really made me think about it and then you know I've I've got friends who've become um suddenly ill yeah. um and you know celebrant friends who've become ill and you know we've had conversations about how how we make that work and and I have said to them that I'd be I'd be delighted to cover for you if you're not able to do that but you've got to make sure that somebody you know or I can have access to yes. that. Because if you're two days away from a wedding, for example, you're not going to be able to go through the whole process of um, getting to know the couple and writing the ceremony. So, you, so as a sort of celebrant sickness buddy, yes. uh, <laughs> you need yes. to be able to get your hands on things, don't yeah. you? That's um, the, and that's the importance of the... Um, the celebrant script isn't it where you've got all your stage prompts and everything so that you know whoever steps in for you at that last minute can go okay I, I understand how this was actually going to work the choreography as well yeah um, it's important absolutely and, and yeah. if you've done a good job um any celebrant should be able to pick your script up and and actually um yeah. give that ceremony for you so I think it's um, it's twofold isn't it it's about being prepared yes if you can't do it and you have to hand it over then whoever you hand it over to can do that so you've you've, you know you haven't left them in the lurch and really bearing in mind the experience of the couple Um, when I'm when I'm speaking to couples I always tell them that you know I'm just going to tell you in case I'm sick or something happens this is what would would fall into action I've got a big network of celebrants um and I think they 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 like that you mention that that you've seen that eventuality um, because that just makes them feel better because you are a one-man band and you know yeah, yeah. absolutely happen and then I think the, the, the second bit is to is to really network mm. and find people that you trust because you don't want to throw your ceremony into the hands of somebody who's not aligned with that couple um, or or that you don't know or you haven't seen that can do um, a good job. I think think the plan B, you know, is always a good one to have. In my terms and conditions, it does state that if I'm ill, um, I will ensure that another celebrant um, is there. So they know straight away, my couples, um, that, they, there will be there is a plan b and that they will be covered they're not going to be left there with some um 
relative trying to work their way through my scripts. <laughs> so I guess it's it is very rare, but overall we would recommend that you know if you're thinking about a career in celebrancy, you yeah. start to think about your networks. We help facilitate that, don't we? Because we have our celebrant connect meetings. Yeah. Absolutely. So we all over the country, we have either ourselves or we have celebrants that we've trained who organise meetings and you get to know each other and swap experiences yeah. and meet people that you trust. So, you know, that networking has got a real benefit apart from just being a safety net. And it's something that we recommend people do. Yeah, we absolutely we do. And isn't it nice when we do that to actually just sit and talk with like minded people who understand the challenges of celebrancy as well? Absolutely. Lovely. Yeah. So I hope everyone's found that useful and something to think about and um, just be prepared, I think, is is uh, is the thing. Um, but, you know, you're not alone as a one man band. You have got lots of lovely celebrants around you to support. So thank you very much, Rebecca. OK, my pleasure.